0: Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Now, today's podcast is a little different. It's about socioeconomics, so society and economics. So what I will do is give you some words up front that you will need to know to understand this podcast. The first word is wages, W-A-G-E-S. Oder Lohne im Deutsch. So, wage rate is Lohnsatz. The next word is fertility. F-E-R-T-I-L-I-T-Y. Oder Fruchtbarkeit im Deutsch. So, fertility rate means Fruchtbarkeitsrate im Deutsch. In this podcast, I will present the argument that wages, or the loan or loansats, affects fertility rate, fructbar rate. If wages go up, more people will have more kids. If wages are flat, meaning they do not go up much at all, then families have less children. Looking at data from Japan... Germany, and the United States, I will support this argument. So, here we go. While driving home the other day, I was listening to a report about Japan's economy. The report was not particularly interesting, as it focused mostly on technical issues that are important to large investment banks, and, well, I'm not in a large investment bank. However, in this rather dull report, a comment was made about wages and how Japanese wages have not gone up in many, many years. This single comment, connected to other things I know about Japan, to show me the possibility that wages, or what we get paid for our work, is directly connected to fertility how many babies we have. In English, this kind of insight would be described as a flash insight, or intuitive leap. Such leaps can be wrong, of course, so it was important that I spend several days researching the subject in some detail. Japan, along with many other rich nations, has two big social problems. The first Companies have huge piles of money, but they are not sharing this money with their employees through higher wages. The second is that people in Japan don't want to have very many children, or any children, due to high cost of living and, well, low wages. For people in Italy, Great Britain, Spain, Portugal, South Korea, and many other countries... This story will sound real familiar. Corporate profits are high. They've been high for many years. And this has created a class of super-rich who like to have lots of kids. But for most people, actual wages, the money that workers make for their work, it's flat, or even worse, going down, as inflation, the cost of things we buy, is high. So is it really any surprise that birth rates are going down in these countries? Who wants to have children when their future looks dim, and they can see that most of the money in society is flowing up to the super-rich? We see that football players, actors, musicians, corporate executives, they have lots of children. And why not? They can afford them. The rest of us, however... Well, that's a different story. And this is why so many countries are having very similar conversations. We see this in news. We see this in magazines, on our TV. Our populations look like they're going down. And if that happens, society itself, our economies, our culture, everything is going to suffer because there will be lots of old people, but not very many young people. Now, as this is a popular subject, and has been a popular subject for some time, we can look at what particular countries have already tried. Countries like Sweden and Denmark. In Sweden and Denmark, along with others, governments give money to parents that have children. In German, they call this Kindergeld, literally money to help raise your children. And studies from these countries have shown us that giving money to parents can work to boost fertility, but only for a short time. And this is the sticking point. People ask themselves, well, why does this work only for a short time, three, four, five years at the most? Let's look deeper. My answer to this question may surprise you. The simple fact is, Kindergeld programs, or money that governments pay people to have children, doesn't work in the long term because the psychology is backwards. If a country says to its citizens, we will give you 300 more each month per child, that helps people who were already ready To have kids now is the time right research shows this in countries that have used these systems there is a spike in birth rates as people who were ready to have children take advantage of the new government program and in the short term fertility rates rise in a process known as front loading after that spike in birth rates, the overall fertility rate goes down again, usually to below where it was before the government program began. So, in summary, rich countries with flat wages, fertility rates are going down. And in countries where government programs come in, to help pay for children, we see that fertility rates will go up for a few years, but then drop down again. So what is going on? How can wealthy countries raise their fertility rates over time? Well, higher wages. I mean pay people more for the work they do. This is not as crazy as it sounds. In interviews with researchers, the majority of middle-class families wait until they feel financially secure before they start having kids. Because when people are underpaid, when they're not paid very well, they have to work longer to reach that feeling of financial security. We can understand this. Parents are responsible for their children so being financially secure is logical. The psychology of having children in a developed country is connected to the feelings people have about being able to raise their children and provide a good childhood for them. People want to feel that they have some control over their future. People want freedom to make their own choices and a well-paying job gives most people that feeling. The belief that their work is valued, that their jobs are secure and will pay them well today and into the future, this is an important element in deciding to raise a family. There are studies that show us this, but to my great surprise, There are not very many of them. One study focused on coal miners in the American South, and another focused on German families before 2015. Now, both of these studies showed that within a few years of wages rising, fertility rates went up by pretty significant amounts in both Germany and the United States. When these groups of working people had nice pay rises, they decided to have kids. Yes, more research needs to be done, but these two results are quite strong. So while government child payment schemes or kindergeld programs, while they mean well, they mostly benefit those that were already feeling secure enough to have kids because i mean what the government gives it can take away right ask yourself this question what makes you feel better more secure more empowered option a the government offers to pay you 300 more a month Option B, your boss calls you into his office and says the company will give you a raise of 300 a month. Which of these two options makes you feel better? Which makes you feel more secure about the future? See, taking government money is a nice bonus. But it's never seen as a smart, long-term plan. By contrast, making more money at your job gives people a feeling of more security. And people who are secure are optimistic. And people who are optimistic are far more likely to have children. Pay people better and the population issue will solve itself. Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English & Go, an English language teaching and consulting company based in Osnabrück, Germany. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. You can visit our website, www.englishandgo.de.